0: Good. Sometimes we it's like unnamed. I had
2: one beer there, and I feel like I've been poisoned. I feel like I have botulism. It's the it's the lines. Mm, Sometimes sure. I drink
0: there. I wake up in the morning, and I just learn to turn to my wife and go, I
2: feel anxious.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and does she
2: say, Well, you better get stuff done today? Yeah, she goes.
0: Well, I hope you're not too anxious to empty the dishwasher. <laughs> And I'm like, you don't suck my dick anymore. <laughs> <laughs> she does. I'm just kidding. Please edit all this out. This is <laughs> I hope this isn't in there. I'll I'll no. be on a list somewhere. Top of show. It's very <laughs> Top of show. show.
2: Welcome to Sidework Podcast, you guys. I'm your host, Andrea Wallace.
3: I'm your host, Brooke Van Poplin.
2: Oh my God, we got James Dunn sitting in again today.
0: Five-timers club, I think. Oh, it, it
2: might yeah. be. Yeah, you I think so. It. We should add it up. You need a jacket. Maybe I'll get a gift. Uh, and also sitting in with us today, our dear, dear, old, old friend, not like decrepit, but is—and we've known huh. him a long time, Al Samuels. Yes.
1: Yes. There Here he is. Band. Here he is. <laughs> band doesn't play. Hey, everybody.
2: I was thinking about it,
3: uh, yesterday, how long we've all known each other. I mean, it's it we're we're approaching twenty years. We're approaching twenty years, and I always am um anytime Al Samuels comes up when it comes to me and Andrea, I mean, we know you and love you as a coach of our comedy comedy. I'm not, I'm not quoting that shit. Mm. No, yeah. I'm saying comedy. <laughs> you know, we were in a group called Fart City Um and Social Grenade. That was social amazing. Grenade.
2: Social grenade. But
3: since this is a podcast about jobs and the weird things we do for money, I remember when Andrea and I pretended to know what we were doing when you hired us for about <laughs> one day to like help you with your yeah. creative company. Yeah, That's right. And then we didn't. We got so let no, go. We didn't know what
2: to do. All we did, you were you're like, uh, you were like, just clean this area, and we were like, you made it We cleaned
3: like the back of your like your, uh, your, your brownstone in porch. Chicago.
2: It was like three season porch we organized, and we sort of did it, but then we found a label maker. We found and we a- put labels on
3: it every
0: time. uh-oh <laughs> yeah you
3: left us alone right? for like 3 hours and you came back and i was wearing like a phone cord as a fun scarf and we like we had basically turned all of your stuff into costumes oh, and
1: yeah it was like we added water after midnight or whatever. Yep. Like, oh, we well, were there go. and yeah, then sure. you
3: we didn't get asked oh God, back God, not, you,
2: we <laughs> also we drove to cleveland to tell to sell t-shirts remember <laughs> oh is that
1: the, my, my bush stinks <laughs> my bush shirt?
2: stinks <laughs> Brilliant, brilliant pet Uh, rock idea.
1: So this was what was it? When when did Bush? Two thousand four. So it was when Bush was running against John Kerry, and uh, there was I found a picture. There's some picture of uh, Colin Powell. Who's in uh, behind George Bush? Who's kind of laughing? And Colin Powell is holding his nose, and so he's like he sort of smelled something. It's just a weird picture. I don't think he meant to make this face, but it looks like there's a horrible smell emanating from George Bush. And so I was like, ah, million dollar idea. We'll make T-shirts and we'll take this, and above it we'll just put "My Bush Stinks," and that was going to be the big the big selling shirt. Um, And then I forgot you guys went to Cleveland during some rally to sell, right?
2: Yeah, I think it was uh, Springsteen was playing. that, And we got there. Oh, yeah. It it was rainy and shitty, and we got
3: on the road late. Yep. And and we we, got there, and it was over. Yep, we missed it completely. (laughs) And we came bursting out of Emily's car, all females wearing T-shirts that said, bush stings. (laughs) Perfect. Running down the weird (laughs) downtown area of Cleveland. (laughs) We sold, like, two of them, and then... I Don't know why, Al. Everyone else just pointed and laughed. Oh, at us. We also, so. I think, we gave a
2: couple to a couple homeless gentlemen, also. S- Speaking of, uh,
1: there's an arc to this. As there's an arc to the story. So, I had, I don't know, maybe 500 or more left over. Yeah, over there. They were it. at my brother's house in the suburbs, <laughs> and he was like, What do you want? What do you, you want to do with these My Bush Stinks t shirts? <laughs> which is uh, not a line you hear. I mean, you hear it a lot, but you don't hear it all the time. And so, I was like, You know what? Just give them away. And so, he, he. I didn't. I never heard of what happened to them afterwards. But uh, like a few months later, in front of I O Improv Olympic, the comedy theater that we did our show at there was a homeless guy crossing the street with a shopping cart in a fucking my bush Stinks And you like, my lifes work is this complete is it. this is a <laughs> Q single tier I had a
2: I had a, a my own personal stock of those because I was like hey you want these back and you were like no you hold on to them that's what you told me out'll
1: be back so I think I, I, back in Cleveland.
2: I definitely like gave him his white elephant gifts for a while God I wish I wish I would have kept just one was they all... were ringer tees,
1: right? They were ringer tees, mm-hmm. yeah. Back yeah. when, back when, yeah, ringer tees and you know vaginal smell t-shirts. Was <laughs> but uh, so, two
3: thousand four. Had
1: you guys that. gotten there a little earlier, maybe the election would have gone differently.
3: <laughs> I whatever. No, that was a rough one. But that was really my first uh, deep dive into politics, <laughs> hitting the road and uh, really standing up for America and what I yeah. felt was right, and then uh, just getting right back in the car and hitting the road again. No,
2: no. All right, you guys. Well, it is time for some server submitted stories.
3: Do, 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 do. Do 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 do. Oh, Brian, you don't even need to put in the music this time. He will. Nice though. work,
1: man.
0: This one comes to us from At In Stuckin. Hey guys, I'm a longtime Chicago bartender who still has PTSD from serving idiots and animals. Your pod helps me block out the noxious fumes of the Jackson Tunnel on my morning commute. I have endless serving stories, but. Your dirty on the side reminded me of this one. I was working at a cocktail lounge, and we frequently get crowds of what we named the real housewives of Lincoln Square. Real peaches. One of the housewives ordered a dirty, but when I asked her for her vodka preference, she asked if she could sample her vodkas. She missed my tone when I asked, I'm sorry, you'd like a flight of vodka? (laughs) First of all, lady, I could put skull in your martini and you're not going to know the difference after I add an ounce of olive brine to it. Secondly, you want to sip on a five to five to seven ounces of vodka before you have a a basically straight vodka cocktail. I smiled sweetly and told her, of course, of course we can do that. (laughs) Went behind the bar and poured five shots of Tito's. I, I explained to her the subtle differences of each of the vodkas and said I'd be back in a moment.
1: <laughs> she,
3: she's an asshole. I love it.
0: She said she liked the smoothness of North Shore I then proceeded to make her a Tito's Dirty. This table of housewives later lit one of their friend's hair on fire, trying, <laughs> trying to get the lighting just right for the gram by using the tea lights from every fucking table. I hate people. Cheers. Nick. Oh. Hey, this
2: might be one of my favorite 15 minute stories of all time. Does he know
0: we're sponsored by Tito's? Or know <laughs> this guy would be a blast to work with. I think it's a,
3: I think it's Nick or Nicole, uh, just from the.
0: Oh, okay. And yeah, Nick, I think it's it's a lady. And I okay. see. Okay.
3: Yes. Um, okay. First of all, does
2: she know that? And she will know now that all four of us lived in Lincoln Square collectively. Hello. Point.
3: This is a Lincoln Square. This really room. hits home today, guys.
0: Yeah, Nick, you're safe here. Um. This kind of reminds me in a in a tangential way of how I like knew used to know nothing about wine and had to explain wine to tables and I remember once I was <laughs> I described a wine as a very supple wine yeah but oh no <laughs> <Did>
1: you- <laughs> but the
0: table looked at me like,
1: oh but we know about wine Uh-oh. <laughs> and did you say it uh, non-ironically,
0: yeah, it was like it's oh. a very supple wine, it, okay. and they and they looked at me like.
2: And then you like caressed your your own <laughs> breast. <laughs> I know because
1: that's what you're doing now. And it's I awkward. I scream
3: at them. I'm not dumb, and
2: then run away.
3: <laughs> yeah, I think you meant like robust, you know, but instead you're like, this wine is thick. Very, <laughs> this wine is.
2: I love it so much. I think the thing about hard liquor, vodka being, like, for me, vodka getting different tastes and feels. It's like, which one doesn't burn so much? Like, that's kind of how I feel about vodka. That's such good
1: advice for anything.
2: Yeah, which one one burns in the right way. Yeah, Yeah. and and that
3: one's for me. Yeah, and if you can't find it, I don't think you're supposed to drink vodka, you know? There's just a good chance you don't like it because it's a terrible liquor. Sorry. Controversial statement.
0: No, no, no. I'm, I, I'm, I, yeah. People like some,
3: what they like. I'm not going to judge them
2: for some that. Some
0: people, I have seen somebody, people drink, uh, get a vodka on the rocks before, and that always kind of puzzled me. But, I mean, I guess, you know, you like what you like, like we're all saying. Um, also, I know there are, like, I can just imagine this table constantly, like, they're probably trying to outcool each other, and... Um, the fact that one of them's hair goes up in flames is just kind of the perfect, <laughs> um, the firm perfect cherry on the top of that uh, anxiety um, Sunday that they're probably all feeling at the table. Um, yeah.
1: Now that's a Tito's evening. <laughs> that truly good ad. was like Frozen S- on sponsored Re- by Tito's yeah. Tito's shill. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> we, we, I mean, we definitely need to go into the like. This is now a new era of just. It used to be that, like, a group of women, you could, like, never get them to settle up with a check because we would all be like, I don't have money, you know? We would just all look around and be like, did someone want to pay, you know? Just because I remember being young and all of us being totally cheap. And now it's this new version of, like, nobody... Leaves until they've staged their like headshot with four looks, like at yeah. a table, sort of situation. And now you're like, you're like, do you need a gaffer? Do you want me to hold? It? I'll bring yeah. in some extra lighting. Oh, I and-, and like
2: one person has to hold the flashlight uh, of one phone on everybody while the other one takes the photo. And then people want different phones for different photos when like you can just share the same photo a whole lot it's a lot. it's
3: a lot it's a lot to ask of yourself. yourself it is proper it
2: is. like selfie and Instagram uh, etiquette at it's, restaurants uh, and that's
1: I, yeah that's hazard pay I mean that is the, I mean, the amount of photos that you have to take
0: just enjoying uh, a Tito's martini with these
1: sluts <laughs> <laughs> hair on fire as she's saying it <laughs>
3: See, that's when you're allowed to strike a guest, is if their head's on fire. I mean, my whole thing is
2: I you want someone to come like I want there to be like a fire extinguisher spraying on the woman's head when it's like a snap! <laughs> like
0: I could just see that lady. And then the waiter started hitting me out of nowhere. <laughs> Ma'am, you were on fire. <laughs> to yelp at oh, you. I, know, I, know. I don't care. If one I- star. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Okay. Oh, this one opening the mailbag at Taylor Erica. Here we go. Uh, Hi, guys. Hey, guys. Love the podcast. I've been wanting to write in for a while, but your girl gets busy. Okay, so I currently work as a bartender at a Red Robin in Vancouver, Washington. Nice. If you don't know what Red Robin is, you're gotta be an idiot but here's it no <laughs> shouldn't say that here's a little insight bottomless bullshit overpriced burgers and people who take their family of 12 out to eat with 15 coupons and end up eating for under a hundred dollars fun times i'm not salty or anything <laughs> this particular story happened on National Cheeseburger Day. Oh, Good grief. I looked it
3: up. It was in September. So it uh, was uh, a time and a place. So okay, this was this fall. Yeah, know. We yeah, know when National Cheeseburger Day. Now we all <laughs>
1: know. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, did, you, did you dress up? Okay. Uh, this particular story happened on National Cheeseburger Day when Red Robin thought it would be a great idea to do $5 cheeseburgers. All modifications included and valid on to-go orders. The entire staff was oh, dreading right. this day we were so busy that ticket times were over uh, were over 1 hour and people were too cheap to buy an appetizer wine <laughs> constantly about wanting more fries does red robin give you uh, like endless fries Probably. Oh, bottomless fries of course oh bottomless those bottomless, bottomless bullshit, bullshit. <laughs> yeah okay um, you had my wedding at Red Robin, but I don't remember the rest. Okay. <laughs> uh, one of my friends. In the middle of this rush, I, I was sat a ten top, four adults, and the rest kids. The Karen of the group, ordered for everyone. Nice. Uh, ten cheeseburgers, all well, well done, and each one had specific modifications. I confirmed the orders and... Dot, dot, dot And the woman goes, and you can just keep your eye on us so you know to keep just bringing fries while we wait. I mm-hmm. replied... Ma'am, I'd be happy to do this when I am able to. Our food in the window needs their sides first, so I will try my best to keep them coming, but can't promise I'll have them at the ready. Karen was not pleased. <laughs> over an hour goes by. I've brought over ten baskets of fries oh, to no. these assholes. I'm These assholes. And they are wondering where their well, well done cheeseburgers are. I tell them it should not be much longer when she says she wants to cancel the order. <laughs> oh, boy. And then there's a little emoji of somebody crying. The food runner comes up behind me with the food, and she shuts up really quick. Fast forward, they hate their dinner and their service. <laughs> I check them out in a timely manner, and at the end of it all, this woman stands up and takes all of my pens I had in my section, shoves them all in the ramekins of sauce. Oh, shoves them. Shove.
3: Shoves, shoves, shoves,
1: shoves, shoves them all in the ramekins. How do you pronounce ramekins? Rame- ramekins. 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 That's what yeah. I always thought. Okay. Of sauce on the table, and yells, Here's your tip. and throws the slip into a glass of strawberry lemonade. Oh, I like the details of this one. It's good. Needless to say, I got very drunk, the V in very is capitalized, by the way, very drunk that night and moved on to bartending shortly after. Love the podcast and I've turned a lot of my server friends onto it. Keep up the great work, Godspeed, and don't let bitches sauce your fucking pens. Oh my my God. God! Whoa.
2: Jesus.
1: Don't let that's your great that's phrase. War. That no, was, was war.
2: That's like the biggest battle.
3: When wow. I first opened that email, I was like, ooh, is this a new industry term? Like when people steal your pens, like does someone just sauce your pen? And then I read the whole story and I was
0: like,
2: oh no. no. no someone
0: someone
3: threw pen. all of her pens into literal sauce. It's
2: so
0: fucked oh up. God, oh. we'd like to cancel our order. We're absolutely stuffed to the fucking gills with french fries. Yeah, thank you brought you. us 10 baskets. We'd like to cancel our food and be mean now. Oh, boy. It what is, a nightmare. I, I, yeah. I, I was there. Like that's I might have been uh, have well been reading like a the, the, you know like some sort of Vietnam uh, memory. Yeah. Um, I don't know that's probably not a fair assessment, <laughs> I mean, but like
2: the, I think it's on par with like a Popeyes chicken sandwich scenario. That's
1: true. Oh I think the God. delivery of the reading was good, but whatever. The um the read whatever that's fine. The read was great. Was the read great. was okay. great. You was know, great. you have to
2: wait till award season next year oh, to see well. if this is something <laughs> that went well. Well. We, hope we, make a, a, we hope we beds. make
3: a, a 2020 list. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank you. yeah. Just n- nobody yeah, knows yeah. who we are. Um, we, we don't have agents. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah,
1: you, I mean, just everything in that, you just hear it at just every moment. just sounds worse and worse. Oh. Yeah.
3: It's the dance. The dance begins when you, you know, I mean, forget it. That is the number one thing, as we know, that we'll send a table over the edge, even if you've given them expectations that are realistic, to be like, hey, listen, there's like a line out the door. You're here on National Cheeseburger Day when all this <laughs> shit is $5. Yeah. Like, it's Look pandemonium. Yeah. I, that's yeah. just the thing, is everyone has blinders think on. with that
2: table, every day is National Cheeseburger Day in a way. You could be no, very correct. It could well. be any day, and it would be that much demand. There's, that lady's probably saw some pens all over <laughs> She's the place like... <laughs> she, <laughs> she like
3: she goes to the bank and gets mad you know and then grabs the extra She's, you she know carries she carries ketchup keeps packets sauce. yeah she keeps
0: <laughs>
3: she just yeah she does the old you know when you were a kid and you're like hey this is pretty funny if you pound on a packet of mayo
0: yeah <laughs> that's how I'll do it <laughs> that's how I'll show everyone from here on out yeah <laughs> I
1: wonder if the kid. I used to get so embarrassed by my parents oh, yeah. complaining at, at anything, or almost. I just was constantly embarrassed by my parents. So I wonder if the kids gave a like. What what kinds of kids these are? Like if they're gonna give a shit, or they're just like, yeah, mom.
3: I think it's tough because like, it, you know, you also absorb that energy of your parents and then you kind of grow up. If you do not get into the service industry and have yeah. your ass handed to you, then you think basically you continue the cycle of abuse
0: <laughs> Yes. and
3: yes. someone needs to break the chain. Uh, listen, this is a book called Healing Family Trauma. And I, th- mm-hmm. I think uh, we need to stop what our parents have done and speak up and be the, the Greta Thunbergs. Of uh, restaurants, how we're, dare we're you. young. <laughs> Bloomberg's. How, how do you, you say her name?
1: No, her, she, she, her. big line was, "How dare you? How <laughs> dare you?" <laughs> Those
2: two stories were just incredible. Um, you guys, if you're listening and you have a great chestnut, a story to send our way, please drop into our DMs uh, at Sidework Podcast on Instagram.
3: And uh, just FYI, after the new year, we're debuting an email address. Yes. Whoa.
1: Yeah, yeah, uh, we're going legit. We're how you you going for, legit how'd you afford that? Sidewalk. Yeah, how much <laughs> does that? such a get you the have. money don't for ask.
2: that? Don't ask. We don't even have a Patreon, and we could we did it. We <laughs> That's did
1: it. Huge.
3: Yeah, yeah, oh, no, but dumb. we appreciate it, but I think it'll streamline the situation so that uh, I can keep track of all the things lost in our inbox.
1: Yeah, it's hard. Sometimes so.
3: I open things, sometimes
2: Brooke opens things, sometimes things get you know, but in any case, we'd love to hear from you guys. Al Samuels uh, is here with us, like we said before, and he has a history. We don't know this. We only don't know Al as our uh, improv coach, teacher, cool, mysterious, like friend like not even friend he's mm. like
0: uh um, he's like coach uh, what coach? up Gu- guru
2: yeah guru's guru a <gasps> always aware a a
3: you really you really killed it with boot cut um jeans back in the day did mm-hmm. i with, you were like, one of really the first t- ah. i did and you always <laughs> had like a sharp cool pair of like like boots to go with the boot cut because if we're gonna colored, wear a boot
2: collared button downs, yeah right? it was a rad yeah. look probably yeah okay.
0: al samuel's is a, a very sharp dresser. In fact, I uh, still looking it. good. I complimented his beautiful. What I think is a Pendleton on the way in here. Mm-hmm. But another thing about Al, I used to work at at um, at uh, the uh, cafe Saint Marie where uh, we all worked together, and very regularly, Al would be there early in the morning doing a patternless crossword puzzle. Um, and he'd get a, uh, do you, you recall I this? do remember that now. He'd yeah. get a cup of coffee, maybe an egg or something, and he just couldn't have looked more studious. <laughs>
1: That's true. Is this yeah.
0: how
3: you were trying to rope in the poon? Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yep. That and my, the My Bush Stinks T-shirt. <laughs> I made a rope out of them. <laughs> <laughs> a rope? and it, yeah, I had so a
3: lot that. of leftover material. You got to start yeah. crafting.
1: Not a lot of poon.
2: But so you, I mean, obviously we don't, you have service industry I experience. Do.
1: Yeah. So I was, uh, I was, I did an internship in DC uh, while I was in college. And Where'd you go to college? Uh, to Dartmouth. Dartmouth is the conservative uh, one of the Ivies and one of the conservative ones of the Ivies. So there's really cool people that come out of there. Like uh, Rachel Dratch was in my class. Cool. So, okay. Yeah. Hmm. On the other side too, though, like people like uh, Dinesh D'Souza went to Dartmouth too. If you know him, he's like a real conservative uh, misunderstood. He's an a-hole. But anyway, he's, uh, he's yeah, he, there's, It's you get to sort of both sides. But anyways, doing some uh, internship in D.C., uh, but then also had a, uh, it was unpaid, not a surprise. So I, I started waiting tables at a place called the Pawn Shop Restaurant, which there was many nightmares.
3: Would people bring in food from their house? That Yeah.
2: And I mean, I mean, how shit? Really,
1: I mean, it just doesn't sound... <laughs> Flavorful, does no it? Like, <laughs> has this food been made out Get a tuna milk out of it. Why does here? this
3: taste <laughs> dusty? Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, uh, yeah, first drink I ever served. You know, because for those of you that haven't gone through you're serving, there's usually like sort of a training period before they let you oh, like yeah. touch the clients with you know <laughs> you, you're, with their food. You know, you bring their food. Like, Hold on, you got to watch. You got to watch. And but they were like, "Oh, you're, you're catching on. Why don't you? You want to?" And it was like two, two days before the, the training time was supposed to end, and they're like, "Go go serve that table." I was like, "I don't know. I'm not supposed to go do it." So they ordered the, uh, it was a, the clearly couple on a date, and they were just really t- like. It was their one night out, but they were just very, like, attractive couple. And so I was like, all right. And uh, I remember the woman ordered, uh, I don't know, it was like, just a vodka or something and Tito's vodka. And then the <laughs> um, guy ordered, like, a very th- th- big frozen froofy drink kind of. So served the woman her drink first, w- walked around. I don't know. The guy moved I went the wrong way. And I just dumped the, his, the big froofy drink all over this woman's nice dress. Oh, oh yeah. man, that was just the worst. Oh, that's Yeah, rough. first drink I ever seen. How served. old were you? Uh, I was probably nineteen. Wow, nineteen twenty. Wow, um, you weren't ready to start touching the well, clients. I wasn't. No, no, I Yeah, they're like we were wrong. <laughs> we were wronged. Yeah, but there was one other. Uh, one other. Uh, uh, there was. Because when you first start out waiting tables, you're, everything's you're like, oh, I'm going to screw up, I'm going to screw up. But after a while, you know, you get you get into like anything, you get into like being a an astronaut or waiting tables. You get like it <laughs> just becomes sort of rote, and you're like getting, getting good at it. And are
3: uh, ten thousand hours, as you, they say. Thank you. Yeah. Oh my God. Thank you. Yeah. Thank
1: you, Tom, uh, Tim Ferriss. <laughs> so the um, the uh, you get to the point where actually you're helping other new servers out and everything, and you're like, and I had, I had, there were no people in the pawn shop for some reason. They, whatever, they were not at the pawn shop. I had one table. It was like kind of an older guy, and I, so he got like the full force of just. I was like taking care of him, serving everything was great, and it was like okay, well, I have only one table, but at least I'll take care of him. Hopefully, get an okay tip. And the guy called me over, and he was like, come here and I was like yeah and he showed me the bill and he, and he said what uh he showed me that amount that he was going to contest something he's like what what's uh what's 25 cents uh on top of that bill right there and I was like did you uh do you say 25 cents? 25 cents is what you wanted to. He's like, yeah, yeah. And so he just he made me figure out to give myself a 25 cent tip. It was sort of like feel like digging he <gasps> oh, handed me like a oh, shovel and he was oh like dig your grave. Oh, and oh my god. It was I was like <laughs> I was, it was like and I had to be, I was oh. like, wait, tw- tw- uh, tw- 25 cents you think? And he was like, mm-hmm, yeah. And uh so yeah, I was just was at, he, old? he was and he was and then I just I was like, you know, that it was such a torn moment of being like, oh, he's like an older guy and clearly fixed but I realized I'm like, I am a horrible person because I wish he would have given me more money. But
3: yeah, yeah, you're a real horrible person for wanting to be paid for your job. But it's, I was torn. The
2: industry, and that's when you're in, and that's the standard, and that's the difficult part is like, (sighs) Everybody agrees to do a thing, and then when they don't do what they're supposed to, chaos ensues. But it sounds
3: like this guy wasn't a jerk. It just sounds like no one's ever gotten more than twenty-five cents. I think
1: so
0: because there's, and that guy never learned math.
3: Also, (laughs) that's that's the 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 big issue. That's the heart of the matter.
1: This was a story about education. That was. (laughs) I'm sorry, it wasn't clear.
3: And again, you know, we're in L.A., all living our best lives, all reading books like Radical Compassion. Thank you. And you could see, you're like, maybe this guy, you know, what a big
0: treat. Mm, a part and of he... me hopes this guy is just a huge prick. Yeah, well, he, he got wanted into a to... Bentley. Was <laughs> that no. not clear? He you, got into a
1: Bentley. Is dead. This dead. Yeah. This man
2: is dead, I'm
1: It sure. was Warren Buffett. Let's oh,
3: be honest.
2: Yeah, I'm so sorry. That was tips, that not clear? <laughs> Warren Buffett's like a straight 20% tipper. No more, no less.
0: I've waited on him. Do
1: we know that? Yeah. You have? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, he told the, the story on this? I didn't know he's that. The or-
0: he's the Oracle of Omaha. Yeah, we see him everywhere. I, I've golfed with him. I waited on him uh, at,
2: at, um, w- at Rosenblatt Stadium, which uh, is the minor league baseball stadium in mm-hmm. Omaha. He came to see a game there, and I waited on him uh, at Buka de Bebo.
1: <laughs> Thank you.
2: Buka <laughs> wait, Bell. Wait for the bell, and ding. Um, so was he... Real good
1: guy. Here's a question. Mm-hmm. Was it exactly 20% like including you? Do you remember? Or was it like rounded up? Or did he? I
2: think it was... I, I, I don't actually remember. I do not remember okay. that part. But I just remember being like, oh yeah, 20%. It wasn't like extravagant, but that is not how he made his money. Mm-hmm. So I respect it.
1: I was always so amused slash annoyed when people would exactly figure out the 20% of it, it was like two dollars and forty one cents yeah. instead of just putting the like it's like just oh sorry. yeah so it totally God. instead of putting like two fifty get <laughs> weird
2: when like, just, people just are like they, when even. they make like, it like um so it's a it's a even number at the bottom so it'll, like if you're they'll put like eight thirty six and then it equals like you know forty bucks. At That's the bottom a special kind
3: of brain you know I think I've yeah. done that before too where I'm like well I just want it to be an even thing where because you're doing the math for yourself for your ledger, mm-hmm. but you're you're literally giving a, a waiter like 23 cents they have to fucking deal with.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's true. And then and there's, it adds up. It, it adds, adds mm-hmm. up.
2: And then there's like some people that just, they don't write in the tip, they just write like a total even number.
3: And then you're like, now you I have, have to, to do math. math. And mm-hmm. then now everyone knows oh, I never mm-hmm. learned how to do math. Oh
2: my god. We could go on and on, but that's not what this week's episode uh, is focusing on, you guys. You guys, we figured after a whole year of recording, we would mm-hmm. really hit the nail on the head and actually talk about Side Side work, work.
3: actual side Side
2: work work on side work.
0: The titular line. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. And the
1: prestige.
2: So here's how I think about side work. I think side work is kind of like the front of house prep, right? So Mm -hmm. it is the little bit of like sometimes annoying, tedious, but must be done work to prep yourself and set yourself up for success for your evening.
0: Yes. In the kitchen, side work is just called work. (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs> <laughs> it is, the whole, or or <laughs> if you are like a sous chef, or you're like you've got your dessert station or salad prep. It's all
0: it's called mise en place. Mise en that is correct. You know,
2: yeah. So, so defined side work uh, is basically servers typically do work in the restaurant in addition to their main serving tasks. Server side work consists of duties like refilling table condiments, restocking beverage and server stations, cleaning of service areas, and other function as determined by management. So, we've got that. And I think we all, you know, can say that's true. That's a true statement. True. Um, But I think it gets a little fickle, right? So, if we're really going to break it down through a shift, you have your opening server side work, which would consist of setting up server stations, filling ice, stocking glassware, making your station as nice and set.
3: Well, and you've got the whole different layers of it, too, where, like, the bartender has to have their specific side work to set themselves up. You know, the whole fucking lime. You know, we talk yeah, about who's when... Who's in
2: charge of cutting fruit? Is it the bartender cut fruit for you also? Or does, like, is there one person in charge of cutting fruit
3: You know everybody? that bartender ain't cutting off an extra slice for me. You some, kidding? Some places, mm-hmm. that's
2: the required... Duty. Well,
3: I, I, it's more that we've talked about. Usually the bartenders go crazy where they're like, who has my knife? It's always some weird little tiny. It's mm. like the perfect paring knife for my citrus slicing. And they go, ape shit. If that lemon knife. <laughs> they yeah, go nuts about their lemon knife. Who's That's got really the, what it is. Um, yeah, I'm waiting to jump in because I'm just fully regressing into brunch setup PTSD. Totally. Side work. Absolutely. And we'll get there. We'll get there. But... You said ramekins, you know, at the end of that server submitted story, and I was already like, triggered, twig- twig- triggered
2: twig- syrup and betters. Well, Ugh. one
0: of the things that we, if we're going into specific side work items, get in there. One of the things was I'd have to clear all the tables completely off at the end of the night, and in the morning you would even have to refill the little sugar caddies because they would <sighs> run those through the wash. Yeah. At night, so you'd have well, to. Well, that's fill- a clean restaurant. That is very clean. I gotta clean. be honest. Yeah, that's, that's, I mean, it's it's. Awesome. You know why they do
3: it? Because people are so fucking weird. It's their own personal little dumpster. Yeah, Two exactly. Inch, especially their kids. It's It's totally true. Can, can, I,
0: they can, I, put... I, can my kid piss in this? <laughs> <laughs> Is that what okay? Um, so
2: that kind of stuff typically runs down. So like, and we'll get to like, uh, so we... So we have order here to a point, you know. Um, So we've got the opening side work, which like you set yourself up for the night, you know, and then there's a lot of like lingering, waiting for – you're you're making coffee, you're making tea. You like Mm -hmm. fill in ice stations. Um, You have your running side work when things start picking up where all that stuff just has to be replenished as the night goes Mm -hmm. on. And either you do it or like our trusty, amazing bussers help us do that, which is great. Yeah. Um, Yeah, But if you're fucking weeded and the restaurant's weeded, and that shit's not getting replaced. I mean, I'm sure we've all been in a ship
3: where it's like, "Where are
2: the glasses? Yeah, like, our- there's no ice here." <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, this all sounds like a perfect and orderly system, and it just all really depends on whether or not your coworkers are pieces of shit. Exactly.
2: <laughs> like whether or not they're actually going to pull their fucking weight and do what they've been told. There's they're- like, oh we- yeah, oh, napkin crisis. <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> there was this guy named Eduardo, who every time he walked in the door, I went. Oh my God! Thank God you're working today, because he was like the best. Every you didn't have to work about you 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 worked on a cloud that day because Eduardo was there. He was refilling waters. He was restocking napkins. He was doing everything. So like your blood pressure just immediately went down. You never knew when he was going to work or whatever. So yeah, th- that that. That's the side work that is really important when you're you know it's not before shift, it's not after shift. it's while you're working you really need somebody to be Johnny on the spot to help with all that stuff or you spiral out of control and you have a panic attack and then you go eat bacon in the bathroom. <laughs>
2: you still eat bacon in the bathroom to this I, day. I, don't it's you at the home? only way it tastes good. Uh. <laughs> I mean, so that's the thing. It's like if you're not set up again for success, and you're like, "Who was supposed to fucking make the tea? Nobody did. Who was supposed to do this?" And then everybody's night is fucked because of it.
3: I mean, I'm having all these because, like, I was notoriously about usually always walking in ten minutes late to my shift, and I Cigarette would get
0: dangling out of your uh, mouth, <laughs> out of her hair, know.
3: tampon string come from, <laughs> flapping in the breeze,
0: giant <laughs> Louis Vuitton sunglasses on. <laughs>
3: I just, you know, I lived so close to work that I always pushed it. So, and then I was always late. So I'd come bursting in the door already knowing that um, side eye because as I know when I would be on time and begin the side work, the smugness (laughs) that would just ooze out of me to be like, I already put all the napkins on all the tables. So I guess you can just do it. But I am, I have all these memories of you've never seen someone do faster side work than me because i would always make up for the 10 minutes that i was late and i mean it was like i was doing parkour i was just like wrangling tables straightening them like tossing napkins (laughs) but you have it down to a science because it's what you had to do every fucking shift Mm -hmm. the restaurant you know we would have to line up this middle table two top and if it was wrong the whole flow of the restaurant you'd be bumping into people at the bar while you tried it so it was like this whole thing and you know it's a beautiful place so you're not going to put like fucking painter's tape on the floor to have like the marks you hit but like I have this these really strong memories of learning how to do that so fucking fast because I was always late don't worry about me I'm on top of it I mean you have like
2: group side work for the whole restaurant then you're you have your own section and no parties you're having that night too so then like that's prep onto itself that is like mm-hmm. that you do all by yourself. Um, and you, you get, it might be like hauling tables and dragging tables back and forth and trying to get things set up. And then you might notice like when you're setting up your section for the night, you're like, who didn't fucking clean their section last night? Yeah. Which is a huge thing. Like to walk into like a, being a bartender to walk in and be like, who didn't fucking break this down? Why is this bar all sticky? Like people not <laughs> doing their work and it just adds more work for you. Um,
0: in the age of, and I feel like a rat about this sometimes, but in the age of cell phones, I have, because I'm still in the, I work in a kitchen uh, two days a week. I've taken to taking photos of those things (laughs) and sending them to the, to, to my boss, uh, because I am a little brat and I am so like, I am so meticulous about what I do. Um, but yeah, back then it was just like, you didn't say anything, you know, because there was, you're like, oh fuck, I'll just do this. Now I'm like, um. Somebody didn't wipe down the salad station. Yeah.
2: I think <laughs> I remember working places where people would straight up call you out, especially closers. If you're a closer, and we'll get to that in a minute. Being right, a closer, but if you like... have to
3: clean up before you even set up. That is the worst feeling. Oh, yeah. yeah.
2: At Bad Dog, we had a cork board, and I think people like would air their grievances on the oh. cork board sometimes, and put, like, somebody <laughs> clean their, didn't roll their fucking silverware, Adrian, and like it'd be, like, up
1: on the cork board. Somebody just wrote, hate, and yeah. red Sharpie. <laughs> and if you're not in, uh, if you don't do a job like this, like, if you just work in an office, it would be like somebody at night coming into your office, mm-hmm. fucking up the office, like, yeah. messing it up, and then you have to come in and Rearranging like,
3: all the files. Or like I've got to clean
1: up my office before I can start working. board
3: yes. has, like, simple syrup all over Right. It. Yeah, exactly. Muddled, (laughs) muddled mint.
2: My own keyboard
1: has symbols.
2: Yeah, it's like coming in. It's like it's like all your pencils are like nubs when you get to work. For sure. So we have the running side work. And then we've got, you know, closing side work, right? And this is, like, if you're not the closer, you have the closing side work. Then the closer, like, assigns to you. Or the person that is in the closer is the overlord Mm -hmm. who, like, oversees all the servers. And then have they, like, done their side work? And a lot of places have checklists. And you have to actually be signed out so you can then go downstairs and do your report and leave for the night. So it's a lot of power being a closer.
0: Yeah. The closing night side work is also where the friendships are formed.
3: Yep, <laughs> and you go in and, and you're you know when the line kind of settles down you're like, "Guys, want to drop a few fries for us?" Yeah, yeah,
0: you know, exactly.
2: Everybody retires then... to a
3: closed section to roll silverware together.
2: Absolutely. we're back yep. in the
0: old days. Anybody want to make out in the walk-in? Oh. Um, no.
2: You know, how many, back how many then... people did you, you... make out with in a walk-in when you worked there?
0: A couple. I, I Frenched a couple people. Right? Did you?
1: <laughs> Do you Just have your bacon from the yeah. bathroom. Watching
0: you, you mean, tables all day. Like, do you mean like? Do
2: you mean like you French kissed a piece of bacon in the walk-in? Yeah, let's be honest. It kind of is like a no. A
0: human woman. Um, <laughs> Thank you for the.
3: But also, uh, specific- and also, sometimes Eduardo he was fucking good at his job. <laughs> <laughs> Eduardo, Eduardo
0: I mean, would just be like, like Let me just "Come here, like I know I like what you, you need." And I'd be like, <laughs> "How does he know
1: I need this?"
0: Yeah. Um. <laughs> uh, but uh, closing, closing Side work specifically. I mean, the number one thing that I that I think of, besides you know the cleaning the coffee machine and all that stuff, is rolling silverware. Of course, mm-hmm. and it's it's a perfect zen meditation at the end of a chaotic day.
2: It's like a wash, rinse, repeat. Like, yes, loveliness. It
0: recenters you uh, because we got. I was lucky enough at the restaurant that I worked at the longest the restaurant would close and then you would start your side work mm. for the most part mm. you would try and get some of it done beforehand but like generally everybody stayed another hour after they were closed and got everything done for the next day and you would just sit there the last thing of the night was sit there get a big tub of silverware and some napkins and somebody just sit polishes,
2: there and somebody polishes fold, somebody folds and just rolls. sit there
0: and talk and like Bitch about the day and zone and you're out off your
3: feet, which is like
2: let's talk your, about that. Yeah, yeah. get and off your sitting,
0: feet and you're like, okay, I guess I could come back and do this again tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs>
2: this all sounds good and fine, and I agree that it is really nice when this happens. But there's also the whole like. You have to get checked out, like, and then there's weekly tasks where it's like, this is it's Tuesday, so we have to clean out the gross fridge. It's somebody's job to clean out the fridge. Yes, it's somebody we have to like dump all the salt and pepper shakers and wash them today, and then that's all of then weekly side work. The next day, everybody has to band together and refill all the fucking salt and pepper shakers because it's just like weekly rotation stuff. Mm -hmm. So I feel like. Totally reminds me of this. Is a sidetrack salt and pepper story. So when I was uh in, I was like, I was in Omaha, so I was probably working at Buka de Beppo at the time, um or around. I went to this thing called the Groundhog Prom. Did you ever do that? I didn't. It's this big dance on Groundhog's Day in Omaha. It's just, it's like a big costume ball. It's so fun and like punk rock and like it's really really fun. So uh, my friend Mary and I went as uh, casino wives one year, and it was oh
3: I remember this incredible. Okay,
2: we went to um. A bar we would frequent afterward. Mary put um one of her fake fingernails in the salt shaker, and because uh, you know you're young and you're an asshole, and that's how life is sometimes. And you know, uh, a year and a half later, one of her friends
0: found it.
1: No,
2: so it'd been a year and a half since this establishment had like
3: they are not doing their, side their work. salt and
2: pepper shakers. Oh,
0: Either that, or it's a very heart healthy place. Yeah, yeah. Uh, nobody needs salt.
3: Uh, Exactly. (laughs) everything's seasoned just so Mm -hmm. uh and yeah for guests who do not wait tables which we know you're out there and you listen with wonder and intrigue like so many things on your table and if you're a diner if you're in a nicer upscale establishment if you're in a chain restaurant like good god we talk about how plastic menus harbor just disease and so much bacteria but like dude keep an eye and your salt and pepper shaker too like there are just if your restaurant's not dropping those caps and refilling and like giving everything a good hot rinse um it's pretty gross yeah
0: i will if i'm at like a, a chipotle or a place like that and i want to get hot sauce for my food i'll always even if there's like five that are opened like tabascos i always go to the one that's <laughs> unopened, unopened and open it because i'm like this hasn't been touched as much
2: Yeah, hot sauce I don't mind so much because it's so acidic. I feel like it can't really get you. But that's, but I don't even, I also didn't even think about that until you said it. I'm just like, oh,
3: hot sauce, great. Yeah, can I pause and say, I will will root this person out. Someone said to me, it was someone in our friend circle. Help me if you remember this. They said they loved the most soaking and cleaning the ketchup bottle caps. Oh, Oh, yeah. Who said that? Uh, Identify yourself.
2: But it was on an episode. I do not like that part at mm-hmm. all
3: I don't was it on an episode I feel like it was one of our friends we were talking about side work with them and then just out yeah. in the wild they offered up that information and I was like it's you it's the
2: worst sociopath ever like yeah. having to work with ketchup on a daily basis especially if you're not a ketchup fan mm. is pretty <laughs> horrific um, when I worked at Rosenblatt Stadium which was again in Omaha it's the minor league baseball stadium which is no longer Buffett. with us it was leveled there's a new stadium up um,
1: it's now a parking lot for it the is, zoo
2: it is but it was very fun it was it's a fun and, weird and, summer job we well, you and Warren
1: Buffett hooked up yes, okay yes
2: um but we would refill the ketchup there which I don't even know is like I guess mm. it's legal but we'd really have to soak it because they'd get fucking dirty and nasty and like syrupy and sugary on the rims so you really had to scrub them clean and the smell was real real bad of just like old mm. ketchup and there was a big industrial <laughs> you'd have to open the giant fucking get can of a ladder ketchup. Yeah, basically a stepladder, dump it in the vat, and then it'd be like you'd pull like a little lever, and then the funnel would funnel out ketchup, and you'd stop it, and that's how you would refill the ketchup.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And it was like, you'd have to soak that shit, because shit got real nasty. And it's, they weren't refrigerated. You'd have to do it every night, so it's like just corroded, gross mm-hmm. ketchup. Blech. Like and we'd have I'd have to be like, this bottle is like dead. We can toss it, right? And I'd have to get like management to like okay it. (laughs) Approve the bottle. bottle. Why don't
0: you marry that with a super full one? Yeah. What do you think we are? Catch a bottle incorporated.
3: Can we all name our least favorite or favorite side work? Al, you want to think about it?
1: Yeah, I'd, the ketchup thing is a big. That's probably it, man. Just the we the, had to your favorite. No, <laughs> no. least did favorite or least favorite. You they can said give least a,
3: most, a fave a and a least fave. Oh yeah, or you no. Least
1: favorite was ketchup. It like was marrying them too. Marrying the Getting day, just <laughs> hated it. Just like, destroyed the term "marry" for a long time. Everybody like, had a good uh,
0: marrying ketchups.
1: Ketchup I was like, these way. two ketchups do not want to be married. This is exactly. a shotgun wedding <laughs> of these two. That was always disgusting. It's like inbreeding. It was, yeah. I'm trying. You know what we were talking about? I was trying to decide which I which I liked better. I, I think I do like closing. Closing was better because you do you, like you get the fellowship, the fellowship of mm-hmm. the of the craft. With well, it's your, over. It's, it's over. over. Yeah. The opening
3: side work is like the fucking sh- calm before the shit storm. Yeah. So it's a little anxiety riddled.
1: So I did like that. So I I did I agree with the silverware thing. I think that was my, my favorite. Was the rolling of the silverware because it felt it, it also felt there was like a, a Japanese zen of like doing oh. a a job together. It was like making a little package of the silverware and being like, I wonder where this where I'm going to set this ship to sail and I wonder what table it's going to land on. <laughs> <laughs> what a, little yeah. adventure well, that, this is going to be on. That's funny.
0: That's funny. That see that's interesting cuz my mind would go to places like that too. Like, I wonder who's going to get this one. Mm. Will they be kind? Like,
1: because yeah. you're just like, And then you'd you know. remove a fingernail and put it in. Yeah, exactly. And then you're like, a
0: better There's stick you in my got butt because I hate people. Um, so, I, yeah. Uh, one, I, I think we, yeah, ketchups, you know, ketchups don't stick out in my mind. Um, but there was one thing that we did, the cleaning the um, glass coffee urns at the end of the night. I found very satisfying. Um, with the
2: salt and the ice, with and the, the salt and the lemon.
0: ice, and the sometimes vinegar. There was just something like it actually worked, like it actually <laughs> like it just worked. You were like, "That's it, a hack I can get behind." Yeah, like, it, it like it cleaned the thing, and you're like, the f- first time I did, it was like, okay, so <laughs> you put salt and a lemon in here, okay." But I was like, "It's working." Anyway, um. I, I'm not, a, and the thing I hate the most is I don't like sweeping because, especially at a restaurant, because then you start to discover sticky stuff. And then you're like, with these animals, there's like half a Reuben in the corner of this room.
1: <laughs> what are you
0: doing? Did you throw your Reuben? Who are you, animals? So I think sweeping was my least favorite. I did love the coffee, it, coffee urns and folding uh, the uh, at the end of the night. Especially with a, a nice cloth napkin. Even a paper napkin, but a cloth napkin, there was just something very... I was like, this is a skill. Anyway, so those.
2: Um, I'm going to go bartender yeah, uh, for a minute. Um, making Bloody Mary mix was really fun for Ooh. me. Because I made fucking amazing Bloody Marys. Mm-hmm. So it was always really fun to like... The the task of like having all my bottles of tomato juice that I'd have to get like... Half full to like then fill my ingredients and fill them back up. It was very scientific and like, you know, it was very very fun. Um, that was really good. And as far as like the worst, I don't know. I I don't. Know. I guess probably having to like clean sometimes the soda machine, and like oh. de like desludging it and like realizing that like. No one has cleaned it in a minute. No. We'd we like colonies. soak a gun for the night, and you material. come out there'd be like a weird slimy thing on the bottom of the cup, and you're like, wait, What? <laughs> is there...
0: Would you soak I... the? Uh, would you soak the spouts in the sparkling water? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: for sure. Yeah, if you always do sparkling water too, like what is that doing for
0: it? Oh, that cleans it real good. <laughs> no need to do anything else. This has got it.
3: I want to talk about. Candles. Did you guys? Oh, fuck yeah. Fucking candle it's side like clean work. Votives and stuff. Oh, God. This, That's I mean, true. I got this Look down this. to a science because so I, my last job was a very fancy place called James, and I love the owner so much. Hey, Deborah, if you're ever listening, shout out. All we ever have to say are nice things about you, but she, a fancy bitch, and did not buy things that were practical for a restaurant. It was like mm. a lot of beauty over practicality. And so all the votives were these like, Delicate antique, just sort of like um, they were uh, just like distressed the glass, twenty to
2: a box, to, like clear cheap. Yep,
3: and it like you'd be like, all right, three soldiers down again tonight, <laughs> and you're in there because the only way, so you have to get boiling water, yeah. then top off all Soap of the them. candles, and then begin the delicate yeah. surgery of oh. using that, a like that fucking one butter, butter knife. knife.
2: God. You pop it out just so. Oh. And when it pops out nicely,
3: like, oh, God. Waits. oh, God. But it's like playing the game operation because then you'd be like, here we go. And then be like, crack, burst. And yeah. then you'd be like, Debra. She'd get... be like, stop breaking them. And you're like, you have literal like ancient Mayan ruins I had ruins to get three stitches on my on knuckle the
2: table. one time from baking a votive and getting sliced open. I had to go to
0: Urgent Care and get a stitches. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a dangerous one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you need something that's going to be like fondled by a five-year-old on, on <laughs> did the, you guys on ever the table to... can we say that on the air <laughs> yeah. did handles. i just say fondled say by handles. a five-year-old <laughs> okay. god damn it
1: James. i guess it's <laughs> there's your t-shirt worse if you
2: say it like the other way <laughs> yeah you guys never switched to like the like the kerosene like the oil whatever oil lamps no. oil is lighting It
3: looked pedestrian it wasn't happening in no. our restaurant because that's the other my other ptsd is we did do brunch, but fuck you, we weren't gonna look like we had brunch. So everything, because this is like, no, you don't, we don't put bottles of ketchup on a table. Are you fucking kidding me? That's like for poor people. You and you ketchup. would uh, you'd have to just do tr- and and this was the tiniest restaurant. And I mean, I had it down to a Tetris science where it's like nobody can move this coffee urn because I need this eighth of an inch for the tray of butters and syrups and ketchups, which all have to be brought out piecemeal, piecemeal, piecemeal every time. And you know, people are fucking assholes about sauce in the morning about mm-hmm. brunch. They want it. And you just you're bringing out so many sauce, so- and so oh. then you have to wash all that stuff and then go put away the ugly brunch gear because everyone's like, get that out of our sight. And you'd have to go hide it in the basement until the next weekend. But that was my setting it up and breaking the whole goddamn thing down. Wow.
2: I just got feels of those those oil votives though. Cause they'd come in the big packet that was cardboard. Yeah, I, and then I'm they'd familiar. spill and there'd be oil everywhere and they'd have it like all over your hands and mm. but way to bring up the votives because that's a whole nother level. Dangerous. Also polishing glassware. Well
3: I polishing glassware, good God, right?
0: Yeah reminds me of a time I cut myself I Ooh, ran I, I see ra- you
3: squirming I know yeah.
0: I ran my oh. finger on the top of a lid yeah. or a, the top of a, a glass that had been chipped and I didn't know it oh fuck and my finger I just watched it sink down yeah. into the, it was like it oh my god I still think about it like as one of just like the cringiest things like I, I hate it but yes
2: I mean if we're going there cutting fruit like you're gonna get you won't get gonna cut ain't gonna
1: yeah. sting yeah <laughs> Yeah, luckily lemons, my well, shit doesn't hurt at all. No, open cut.
3: no, not not at all. Now that's why you whoever. need that lemon,
0: knife, yeah. lemon yes. knife.
1: That's
3: why? I tell you guys to oh, put my, the my my lemon, my. Knife and now I'm bleeding. It's everyone else's fault, and that was my bartender. Side work is dangerous, as I think. What we're we're that's our takeaway. It is. From I think it's. Today. I I think so. It's because de- you know when you're going down those cellar stairs too, you know, to go oh put away the shameful Jeez. brunch attire. <laughs> <laughs> um shame brunch. Shame brunch, you know. I fall uh, downstairs. But also like like not properly handling like urns of coffee. If someone didn't mm. put the spout back in and secure it. We all no. know we've seen people who pick it up and the lid isn't secured and then it is just third degree burn central mm-hmm. hot coffee. It hurts
2: or when someone oh you God, have the bitch. AirPods and someone has made a pot of coffee, but then yep. someone thinks it's empty and they start another pot of coffee, yep. and you come back and there's fucking coffee
3: yeah. everywhere. Mm. Oh,
2: that's boy, when oh, I that's when
0: I find out who those people are, and I just start fucking saucing, <laughs> saucing <laughs> pens. Yep, yep. <laughs> start you <know>? taking
3: photos <laughs> and sending and them right pens. to them. Um, yeah, I, I I slam a
0: Tito's, <laughs> and I just start saucing <laughs> pens. Yep, and I do
3: Bitches. have to, oh sorry, good. I have to mention for the record, uh, also like working at places that had unusual entryways or something. Like, because, you know, my hatred for the Candle Cafe, one of my side work (laughs) uh, situations was they had a gigantic amethyst on one of their, you know, just, like, huge rock crystals on the shelves where you'd go pick up your takeout food or whatever. And literally it was like, Brooke, can you go polish the crystal? And, like, to anyone else, you know, you're thinking, like, oh, the glassware or whatever. They're like, no, we need you to get some, like, moon water (laughs) and it needs to be in like this container. Don't use that cloth. Use this cloth. And I was like handling and polishing these rocks and then you'd have to dust off the cookbook Anybody uh, who that was by. always on display to buy of the stupid <laughs> owner and his stupid face. And you'd just be dusting it off. Like, fuck <laughs> you, Bart. My weird tedious Bart. stuff.
2: Cause I have like a real like idle hands, you know, kind of, yeah. I, I always have
3: to be doing
0: something. Cause
2: I'm just standing there. I'll
0: go crazy.
3: I'm like leaning who- and having a
0: bad ad. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, I,
3: I hear you.
2: I, hear I like you.
0: saying stuff like, why don't you make me? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Are just a fan of like being being goofy, like waiting for something to do for sure, and then getting yelled at to go do side work because I'm just
3: being goofy. And I just special shout out to the Putter Boss sisters who worked at Trader Todd's and used have to, to polish have to the boat, polish the boat, and oh, clean God. the actual pirate boat that was inside this.
2: Tiki Tell people, bar. yeah,
1: that aren't from Chicago what the, what the boat is. Oh, the Trader, Trader, Trader Todd's, yeah. Trader
2: Todd's. We've, I think, in the past episode, so Ogre from Revenge of the Nerds owns this bar. Um, it is a tiki. Nautical themed bar with fresh juices um that does karaoke every night of the week, and there is a whole boat in the front. Can you sit in the boat? I've never sat in the boat. I didn't even realize. Mm. Al, do, are you aware? I think, are you thinking?
1: I don't know. I'm not sure. <laughs> I know that there is the boat though, and but you've been. Yeah, but I haven't sat. I can't remember. It was a long time ago. A long time ago. A long time ago. They yeah. might be closed. Yeah.
2: Who knows? Don't Uh, quote me on that. I don't know this for sure. I don't think it
1: was a working boat. Let's just say (laughs) that. Yes. (laughs) I don't don't think it sailed.
2: That makes sense. But their time may have. Um,
3: But I think the takeaway is you get injured with side work, and it's not optional. No. The restaurant, no run. Restaurant, no run, no worky. You have to do it. With no side work done.
1: um, It's unavoidable. A a restaurant, Peter Christian's Tavern in Hanover, New Hampshire, is some place I had to work. And it was... Both so lovably, Except like it's a
2: place you had to work. You
1: have to work, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> you gotta work. I'm sorry, <laughs> this is yeah. yeah, you gotta work there. <laughs> no choice, but the uh. I guess so we had to, we had to uh, always serve our own soup. We had to do our own soup. And the kitchen was really packed in. And oh, cool. we had these little earthenware bowls that were not uh, st- um, standard size. So some of them were easy to scoop uh, soup into. Some of them were not. And the, the thing would not quite fit in there. And you're supposed to set it down. I mean, it was just not a, a safe environment. You were supposed to set it down, put it in. But people had their, their shit all over the place. They were also prepping all this stuff. So sometimes you would hold the bowl and you would take this... Piping hot French onion no. soup. Oh boy. And be like, put please it, please please you every time it was a prayer and you'd be like, please, 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 please. And this always an errant tentacle of French onion would like a man of war would like no. stretch out and wrap around your <laughs> arm. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was just like a little finger would come out
3: I'm looking at at your wrist right now and I was like do you self harm Uh,
1: well
0: yeah it depends on which one picture like a huge quiet please sign above the the station Just no oh my god
2: oh that's great oh that's so good
1: they were so speaking, of being precious too about stuff. Uh, they loved these handmade earthenware dishes, and uh, there was a guy in the Upper Valley in New Hampshire, Vermont, that made these things, and they and were. He would
3: sit in the kitchen in a corner. He's like, "I hand fired these." I do
1: not. Yeah. Well, actually, he he went MIA, and we were slowly. <gasps> Breaking the earthenware would be broken until I'm not joking. Someone would finish a meal because we were so low on stuff. Be like, "Thank you so much. Are y'all done? Like, could take that plate, take the plate, run it to the goddamn dishwasher. Be like, wash, quick, 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 So we'd serve it to the next person. And and there was we, we were there was some day we were ever slammed and we were like this. We're like, oh, we're out. we've are we got three mugs left. Everything's done ah. and like a like a. Like a like a, um, Jesus coming out of nowhere, all of a sudden we look over and one part of the kitchen and there is a guy in an apron covered in ceramic dust and he is the guy <laughs> who was, who, for like three years we're like is that the guy and he has delivered the earth, the new earthenware oh it really and, it. You, wow. and then you get the soup bowls
2: and you're like they're all fucked up and you're gonna get <laughs> burned and like yeah.
1: and
3: I like too that you run out and you go up to a table with a manager and you're like. We want to apologize in advance. Your soup's going to be served in a regular bowl. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, we I. Understand, this is. We once. understand if you. Um, we can just comp it. This is, uh, is unorthodox. If you want to come back. Wow. So um, sorry. He has
2: a, it, it is summer. He has a lot of craft fairs. Sorry. He's attending currently um, your weird earthenware bowls with like little folk faces is what I the hob- picture them. Hobbits painted like, on very rough to the
1: touch. <laughs> like it's national cheeseburger day. What am I'm, I I'm supposed to eat my soup on this? Red <laughs> Regular bowl. Yum.
2: Oh my God, you guys. Well,
3: good. Good talking about side work. Uh, we did it. We finally just, you know,
1: finally was
0: the
3: elephant in the room this whole sure year. Sure was. We finally did it.
1: Uh, here's my tip: uh, vote in November, please. Thank you. Goodbye.
3: Thank you, Al Samuels, for joining us. You'll have to come back. Thank you. I like this group back together. Yeah, this it's is really fun. fun. I think
2: this is what we were meant to do for all the, all the whole big time. issues.
0: Yeah, at least.
2: We're just waiting for Brian to sit in the corner to make it complete. Right? <laughs> and
3: I'm thinking about getting back together with Tony, my ex-husband, oh. just so we can all really relive the old
2: days. Uh, You're really thinking about that?
0: No. You do that for our improv
2: team. <laughs> <laughs> totally
3: That's insane. I'm going to go kidnap Cristal Alvarado. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, Tony Llewellyn doesn't live too far away from here. That's either. true. He He's comes lovely to it. Yeah. It's not hard He's to do He's a
0: jean
1: Look, I'm a
3: fart city for life, or so. Yeah, exactly. You're uh, the mayor. Nobody knows what any of this means it's fine but um awesome topic awesome guest everybody we see you we feel you we know your pain of doing the side work uh but go out there try not to harm yourself uh with sh- jagged edges and errant ketchup bottle caps yeah and, uh, just refill those uh,
2: sugar caddies if you like to get a uh, real specific and line them up all like word side up <laughs> <laughs>
3: Oh, Marie Kondo the shit out of your side work. I think we can all, you know, aspire to be more elevated yeah. in our organization. Um, but send us stories. Shout at us about your favorite, least favorite side work. Or yeah. if there's something really glaringly obvious we missed or something you want to tell us about that's uh, real strange and specific to your job, tell us. Rate and review us if you haven't. Listen to us over on the old Apple podcast. You can listen to us on Spotify.
2: We're out there. Come find us.
1: Don't let bitches sauce your fucking pens.
3: And Godspeed and good good tips. tips.
2: Hey, side work listeners. If you like what you're listening to here, we think you'd love the podcast Weed and Grub. Hosted by Emmy nominated comedian Mike Glazer and former High Times editor Mary Jane Gibson, Weed and Grub is a comedy and culture podcast that the big old comedy website vulture called a never-ending quest to have a good time spark up chow down and listen to mike and mary jane swap stories with legends like david crosby jim belushi trixie mattel comedian ron Funches, graffiti artist claw money michelin star chefs and titans of the cannabis industry light one up check them out weed and grub available wherever you listen to podcasts
0: My bush stinks.